1: Steeler Nation, we are back with another great guest this week, breaking down all things Steelers. I'm Jay York Football. This is Miked Up Sports 1. But before we get started, I wanted to give a big shout-out to Brushes and Beans Cafe. Caffeinate and create at Brushes and Beans Cafe. Visit them at 4550 William Penn Highway in Murraysville. Get you some coffee. Get you some tea. Enjoy the atmosphere. Do some art. It is in Murraysville. Make sure you get out there and tell them that the sick podcast Steeler Crazy sent you. Shane, let's get to it.
0: Turn, Turn up, your volume. up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the sick, sick podcast. podcast. Steeler's Crazy. Harris Smith Shields. Blacko Polamano takes it home. Super Bowl Forty Three for that. Thanks to number
1: 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast.
2: Sports
0: entertainment like no other.
2: It's gonna be sick. And if you checked in with us earlier in the week, you're probably aware that we did an awesome giveaway. I'm sure Dana is wearing her bleed black and gold shirt as she's currently watching this episode and it was courtesy, of course, of Shopians. Our friends are doing some awesome things over there. Hey, I have this hat, of course, courtesy of shopyens.com to Z's. 50% off your entire purchase, no minimum necessary over there. The number one brand for Pittsburgh sports uh, really, really is, is catching a lot of steam. We absolutely love this place. And we're doing another giveaway just for you guys. We love free stuff over here. And it is quite fitting that we're giving away a hat. So make sure you head on over, subscribe to Sick Podcast Dealers Crazy. Put in your name and email address on Shop Yins. It's not that much work over there. We're also going to give you a $10 gift card to tack on to that. So all good stuff. And we have a good show today, as Jordan mentioned. All good stuff once more. This guy, of course, you can find him at Jay Bailey NFL on Twitter. He's a deputy editor, new deputy editor over Behind the Steel Curtain, among a among hundred other things. Uh, he's also an RVs aficionado like myself. Let's bring in none other than Jarrett Bailey. Jarrett. What's up, fellas?
0: It's good to see you. I I didn't know that you guys brushes and be- brushes and being in Murraysville. My ex girlfriend lives in Murraysville. I've been there plenty of times. It's good. So another yeah. another shameless plug for for them. That's a it's a good good little spot. I enjoy it a lot.
1: It is a great place.
0: But no, I'm glad to be here, fellas.
1: So we we talked coffee, Steelers, Bills, upcoming. How long should the starters play?
0: I mean, that's you know usually the dress rehearsal game. Now that. You know, there's three preseason games instead of four like it you know, used to be. I like to see them play at least the first quarter. You know, if they get a few good series in and they feel like they can pull them before that, that's fine. Um, I don't want to see anybody out there unnecessarily. Like if we got guys in, you know, late in the second quarter, we don't need any of that. Um, but yeah, I would like to see you know give Kenny Pickett at least three series just to you know get especially against the Bills defense, who's going to see. Um, You know, when they're fully healthy, they're still one of the best defenses in football. So I'd like to see how the Steelers look against them as in comparison to when they played Tampa last week. It was a lot of, you know, second string guys that started off the game. Not to take away from anything that Pittsburgh did, because everything that they did was I think we needed to see that, especially early on from the ones. Um, But yeah, at least three series for the ones on offense would like to see. Uh, Some of the young defensive guys get a lot, you know, Keanu Benton had a really good week last week. I'd like to see him get more opportunities on the defensive side of the ball would not be shocked if he's climbing up the depth chart once we see it get updated here soon. Um, But yeah, three series, I think is kind of my magic number. If they want to do, you know, one more, one, you know, one or two more, that's fine with me too, but somewhere around, you know, the entire first quarter, maybe a series into the second, that would be where I would like to see it go.
1: Well, that was the perfect segue into my next question. You talked about Ben, um, what are some of the players you're going to be watching specifically? I know we were up at camp, you know, a few weeks ago, and talking yeah. about some of the guys there. But just, you know, who specifically? A couple players you can pinpoint that you're going to really have your eye on.
0: Yeah, I mean, Benton's definitely one of them. He had a really good game against Tampa Bay, you know, just exploding off the snap, getting through his blockers, and getting you know, wreaking havoc in the backfield. So I'm excited to see what he does um, in game two of the preseason. Uh, Nick Erbig, man, like he's been terrific all camp, mm-hmm. and First preseason game, he gets a sack and a half. His first step's incredible. I want to keep seeing that because if we keep seeing that, like it's gonna be, it's gonna go from a situation. To, oh, okay, you know, you know, maybe a year he can become, you know, a really good rotational piece. I think as of right now, he's gonna be not just a rotational piece; he's gonna be a fundamental part of what they do. Um, so those are the two guys on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, Quan Alexander had a really nice game as well against yeah. Tampa. Um, I love that th- pickup. Like, oh, dude, I, when I seen is, that come
1: across Twitter or X or whatever the heck they call it now, <laughs> I was just like, this is this is great,
0: especially at that position where, you know, we as Steeler fans, we've dealt with a lot of, you know, Mark Barons and yeah. Joe Schoberts and Sean Spence, like nothing against any of those guys, yeah. but man they alive, they have out. needed. Yeah, and like even after, you know, when Devin Bush had the knee injury and obviously wasn't the same after that and that was in Seattle. So like even with this, the, the slight glimmer of hope that they had with Devin Bush, that was quickly you know, swifted away after year one. So this is the deepest off-ball linebacker group they've had in a minute, and it's very nice to see how well Alexander, Landon Robertson, and Cole Holcomb complement one another. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, I'm intrigued to see – I want to see them use Darnell Washington a little bit more. I know he had one catch in the last game, but – you know, try some new stuff. You know, put him in the slot for a couple plays and see just how unstoppable he could be. Um, and the red zone, utilize, utilize Kendrick Green the way we are like everybody's talking about him in camp right now because the entire talk a- after the second week of camp was, oh my goodness, you know, Kendrick Green's really committing yeah. to a position switch to like an H back, fullback type role, and they didn't follow up on that whatsoever in the game. They plugged him in at center. It was the same old thing. Enough's enough, man. Either he's a fullback or he's a free agent. Pick one, because he's not on an NFL offensive lineman, and that's nothing against Kendrick Green, but holy, yeah,
2: hell. I, I understand. What's the point in trying it? You know, yeah. you're wasting time. If not, this is the, what are you mm-hmm. going to try it in the regular season for the exactly. first time? Yeah,
0: no. So uh, bef- you might as well try it against a, again a Bills team that's going to be a good litmus test for not just the ones but other guys who are vying for a job. If you get inside the red zone, what's it going to hurt? Let's see if it works. And if it doesn't, then you know that you can move on and it is what it is. But if it works, then you've got like four huge guys that you can go like 13 personnel in the red zone. Plus Kendrick Green in the backfield leading the way for Najee Harris. There's no downside to this. If you're going to tease it in camp, you're going to try to like really commit to a position change. Show that you're committing to it.
1: I like it. So before I throw it uh, over to Mike, I just wanted to ask you to finish this sentence. If he has a few bad games, blank will not make the Steelers.
0: Oh, he has a few bad games right now. It feels Next like two preseason. It. Next two preseason. It feels like Cody White and Hakeem Butler are the two that are coming to mind right away. Um, I would throw Gunnar Osheski in there because Calvin yeah. Austin was listed as the predominant return guy. But, you know, Kenny Pickett gave a lot of praise to Gunner's being reliable, I think, in that NFL Network spot. So I don't think Gunner's going anywhere. I think that he'll make the roster regardless. But you look at Hakeem Butler and Cody White, both who have had like flashes and pops in camp occasionally. I think Cody White's had a better camp. Hakeem Butler, man, like he was fun in the XFL. He's a big body. He hasn't done anything to stick out. Um, So those are two guys that immediately come to mind. Um, James Pierre, I think, is somebody else that could find himself kind of on the bubble watch, especially with how deep their secondary is right now, because Elijah Mm -hmm. Riley has popped in camp. Kenny Robinson has had a really nice camp. James Pierre, like you look at the stat line from last game, it's like, oh, well, he, James Pierre led the team in tackles. That's because it was directly after allowing a reception that he tackled a guy directly in front of him. So, um, you know, there were times in, what, 2021 20, where James Pierre was like CB2 and getting burnt down the sideline against uh, Cincinnati and Vegas. I think that he's a guy who needs to have a strong show in these next two weeks or he could find himself getting demoted to practice squad or just all out released in general.
2: You're hanging out with us here on the Sick Podcast, Steelers crazy. Fortunate to be joined today by none other than Jared Bailey. All right, Jared, you ready to earn your chops?
0: Oh, that's exciting! Yes,
2: I've I've seen you make a bet or two. I don't. You're not shy about <laughs> it on the old X tweeter. Uh, so I wanted to see if you'll earn your chops via some Steelers season props. Are you ready for what I'm going to yeah. throw at you here? Yeah. I just need yeah. some some over unders, buddy. So we're going right. to start with. With your guy, of course, none other uh, than Kenny Pickett. Uh, And I say that somewhat facetiously. You obviously have been somebody who has not hit that fanboy criteria as much as some of the others uh, in regard to Kenny Pickett. So his these are courtesy of DraftKings. Over under touchdowns for Kenny Pickett in 2023, 18 and a half?
0: I'll go go slightly over. Um, It's a good number. And I don't know if you want to speed fire these or not, but just real quick about I've been very – admin about comparing his potential season this year to Mitch Trubisky's in 2018, where he's not going to be a guy that goes for 4,500 yards and 35 touchdowns. I don't think the offense is going to be, I don't think it's going to be that kind of offense. It's going to be a more leaning into the run, short intermediate passes, throwing the ball downfield more than they have, but I don't think they're going to ask Kenny to throw the ball 35 times a game. I think somewhere in the neighborhood of like 22, 24 touchdown passes is kind of where I have him pinned at. So I'll say over 18 and a half.
2: Feel free to elaborate on all these, by the way. Awesome. We do not need rapid fire for what it's worth.
0: All right, if he's okay. thrown
2: over 18 and a half touchdowns, is he throwing over or under 11 and a half picks?
0: Oh, you know, he got really good at protecting the ball down the stretch. I think he only threw like one pick in the final six games or something like that. I have to go back and check the exact number. Um, I will say slightly under. I'll say around like that nine to 10 range. So under 11 and a half. And again, a lot of that has to do with, you know, they're not going to be a team that's going to go, you know, it's not going to be Bruce Arians, risk, risk it for the biscuit or whatever the hell, no risk it, no biscuit type offense. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. Um, they'll be somewhat, you know, still conservative, um, but not as conservative as we've seen. So we will throw, I think, around the same amount that he threw last year.
2: All right, there you have it. Writing it down. Jarrett Bailey, Kenny Pickett will win MVP. <laughs> He's going straight um, and, to Vegas. <laughs> 2023. All right, let's talk Najee Harris. His uh, rush yards. Kind of surprised me. They're set pretty low, obviously, although he has a big impact in the past game as well. 975 rush yards, according to DraftKings.
0: Low, right? That is low. I don't that know. Throw you uh, off. Unless that's DraftKings kind of implying that they think Jalen Warren's going to be an even bigger part of the offense, which I mean, it's definitely possible, but with an improved offensive line, I would feel like, unless he gets injured, which I mean, knock on wood, we don't want that to happen, but. All goes well, plays in 17 games, over 907. That's like 60 yards a game. Is, I think right. it's less than yeah. 60 yards a game. I'd feel like I'll can take out that any off. day. Yeah, so I'll go over 975. Unless, yeah. I guess, if Vegas knows something, we don't. But I, over 975 feels safe.
2: So if you're going over 975, are you going over 7.5 touchdowns? That is what mm. they have coming
0: Is that rushing touchdowns or total touchdowns?
2: It is rushing. Good question. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. I will begrudgingly say under. I think it would be right around seven because I think that Jalen Warren will have, you know, a few touches in the red zone. And all the big mouths that they have, man, you got Pat Fryman, you got Darnell Washington, you want to throw Zach Gentry in there, Connor Hayward. Like they've got enough guys where they can, you know, try to fool teams running play action. A lot of red zone threats. I think that they'll try to utilize the pass game more in the red zone. So I'll say right around seven. So I'll go under.
2: Yeah, and a lot of these over-unders fall kind of along the same lines of where Vegas has the Steelers picked, which is a distant fourth in the AFC North and a team that they think is going to win potentially eight games this season. So to me, I was staggered a little bit as well by some of these. The next one I'm going to throw out there, I know uh, this may be a little bait as well. I can't imagine a (laughs) single better who's going to go out and smack this under. But George Pickens' touchdowns, four and a half.
0: That feels like it's a safe over, doesn't it?
2: Isn't that right? I mean, we're living in Overville today.
0: Yeah, just well, how many did he have last year? He had what five last year, didn't he?
2: I don't remember the exact total. It might have been four. It's what uh, technology is for. And uh, so I know that, he's, but is he's, he's four a, and a half. He's yeah. the
0: only receiver on the roster who caught a touchdown last year.
2: He had, he had four. Fact. He had so four last
0: year. Yeah, I, I think that if Kenny, if I have Kenny throwing like between twenty-two and twenty-four, I think. Yeah. Pickens will probably be in the neighborhood of six so i'll say oh
2: okay you want to see yeah i know something incredibly disrespectful is as i was pulling these lines i was Searching for Deontay Johnson's over/under in touchdowns, and it wasn't even this. wasn't even listed. Wow. <laughs> DraftKings didn't even have it listed. The guy obviously didn't catch a touchdown last year, but I had to. Dig How about deep. this? I'll,
0: I'll say a bold <laughs> prediction for Deontay Johnson. He'll catch <laughs> a touchdown week one. He'll will get one in like in
2: week one. I like that. I saw three and a half listed somewhere. I, yeah. I think he's going over that too. Just because yeah. the need to feed him down there.
0: I think him and George Pickens will have very similar numbers touchdown wise. They're definitely the yeah. clear one A one B in the offense. I hear that. All
2: right, a couple more. We're going to switch sides of the ball really quickly on you here. Cool. This, this to me, jumped off the page a little bit. It's maybe a, a bit of a higher number, to, but, you know, never doubting this guy. it Fitzpatrick interceptions at three and a half.
0: Over, yeah. Anytime yeah. that he hasn't had to wear a billion hats on the defense like he had to in 2021, he's been very effective. I think he had two picks that year, but every year that he's been in Pittsburgh, I think he's had at least four or five interceptions. Um, only safety – no, no safeties have more all-pro selections than Minka since 2019. Him and Justin Simmons are the only ones have three. Um, he's, got, he's got a nose for the ball, man. If you let him play center field, he's going to find the ball. So I'll say over.
2: We always wish great health upon these individuals, but I've been burned so many times in over-unders by guys getting nicked in, oh, sure. in three or four yeah. games. That's where these yeah, numbers sure. come from a lot. And speaking of that, it's a fair transition into TJ Watt. His over-under yeah. sack total is 13. 0. 0.75. I love the 0. 0.75 on there. You never what? see that. You never see it. But oh, because and half, and half sacks
0: and things. Yeah. yeah. All right. It threw me
2: at first, too. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. This has to be an error. So yeah. will he get 14 sacks?
0: Yes. Bar, again, barring injury where he misses a big amount of time again, yes. Absolutely. Especially Alex with
2: Highsmith. Spe- nine yeah, he's and exactly. three quarters. Well, he's nine and three quarters. What do you think?
0: I think that both of them can get double digits okay. again. Because um, Highsmith had, what, 14 last year? So. Mm-hmm. With both of them healthy, I think that Watt will get still. I think he'll get his. I think he'll be in the neighborhood of like 16, 17. I don't think Highsmith is going to have the thing with Highsmith. And I was pretty vocal about this when he got the extension. Like it feels like he needed TJ Watt to be that dominant force, like we saw week one against Cincinnati. And again, there's nothing wrong with being a Robin. I think that's what I think he's a really good Robin to Watts Batman. Um, so if they're both healthy, I think both of them can get that double digit sack round. They could break. The record set by James Harrison and Lamar Woodley back in 2008. I think it's 26 combined total sacks between the two of them. So, yeah, if both of them stay healthy all year long, that's a pretty good pass rushing to, pass rushing tandem. So I'll say over for both. All right,
2: last one. You have one hour. How many beef and cheddars can you get down from Arby's? Over five and a half.
0: You know, it might be a an unpopular opinion, but whenever I do get Arby's, I only get – the plain roast beef i don't get the cheddar
2: me too i'm roast beef classic all the way yes absolutely I just like the horseradish give me the horseradish horby yes, yes. sauce bro
0: absolutely um so if it's just plain roast beef and i get some horseradish we'll go with the classic I, yeah i could down until i just decide i don't want to anymore so what is it Five and a half,
2: five and a half in an hour i killing
0: those yes absolutely <laughs> wow
2: all right we'll do that in the next show jordan okay
1: <laughs> now we have so to get an on. Arby's sponsor. That's
2: what I'm saying. We'll get them back. We'll get them back. Don't <laughs> no, no worry, boys. Hold on here. It's so so fun that you say
0: this because the, the shirt that Arby's sent me in the mail, Extra wow. Exercise for Extra Fries." Wow, s- sitting right next to me in my little. That's amazing. Little, <laughs> my little trophy. Little the
2: reason for saw. anybody watching this is coming up because I joined. Well, I think I tweeted about Arby's one time, and I Jared agreed with me that he loves it, and we determined maybe oh, yeah. we're the only two people. Uh, you know, in the country who love Arby's, uh, me,
0: you, this, and uh, me, you, and Mike Golich Jr.
2: Shout out Mike Golich Jr. But yeah. so he he ended up tweeting Arby's and so on and so forth, and now he is the face of Arby's. Anyway, go ahead. I John. am.
1: Uh, let's look at the AFC. What would you consider my my Steelers are the most underrated team to me, but I uh, just wanted to get you know most underrated and most overrated team in your eyes in the AFC.
0: Yeah, I mean Pittsburgh is being slept on a little bit um and for those of you who have followed me i think that i've been a pretty grounded steelers fan in terms of my expectations in the past i I think i've flipped sides we need people like you yeah you know i try my best um i think i've just kind of flipped sides of the coin this year because like i've been on record and everything that i've written about pittsburgh that they're winning the division this year um so it it is kind of weird to be on that side of things so i I think they are being very slept on. They've got the best coach in the division. they got the best defense in the division. They don't need Kenny Pickett to be Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. They just need him to be you know, a, Jared, yeah, a Jared Goff-type quarterback, where is it, you know, as long as you have everything good around him, he's not going to make mistakes. So get the ball to where it needs to go, and you can win games. So um, I think they are being slept on. Um, in terms of the rest of the AFC, like, oh, man. Let me go through to my head. yeah. I, in the AFC East, like I think the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets are being properly. like The attention that they're getting is pretty proper because I think all three of them are going to be solid and in the mix for playoff spots. No one in the AFC South outside of Jacksonville is getting any sort of unwarranted at- attention. I mean, if anybody's saying that the Titans signing DeAndre Hopkins makes them a playoff team, then that's stupid because I don't think that does. Yeah. And then the AFC West, it's you know, the Chiefs and the Chargers are going to have that Kool-Aid that everybody drinks every year, which maybe that's one for overrated because every year we go into the regular season saying, oh man, the chargers are going to be good. And yeah. then every year, half their roster gets injured and they're sitting at like four and four midway through the season. Everybody's like, what's happened to the chargers. <laughs> so if they stay healthy, they're going to be really good, but it's, it is uh that is a difficult one, but I will say this about another AFC North team and it has nothing to do with, you know, the rivalry or anything, but I think Baltimore Gonna surprise some people by how not good they're gonna be. Like, oh, defense... interesting! Yeah, dude. I thought like,
2: you were gonna say the opposite.
0: No, um if I- I'm intrigued to see how Todd munkin's offense is gonna translate because if your game plan is to have Lamar Jackson throw the ball 35 times, that ain't gonna go well. Mm-hmm. And it's not. That's not to crap on Lamar Jackson or say that he's a running back or like all these. You know, some people do. He's a. He's gotten a lot better as a passer, but when you if you're gonna cut down on what he what makes him truly special is that dual threat stuff and you don't do it as much. I feel like that kind of, you're cutting yourself off at the kneecaps and plus all of their top talents. I don't know if they're going to be there at the end of the season. Is Odell Beckham going to stay healthy? I'm not banking on that. I'm not banking on Rashad Mm. Bateman staying healthy all year. I'm not banking on Lamar himself staying healthy all year from what we've seen the past couple of seasons. JK Dobbins has dealt with injuries before Mark Andrews uh, has had some, some injury questions uh, as of late. And then defensively, like I don't know outside of Roquan Smith how good their front seven's gonna be. I don't know how good outside of Marlon Humphrey their secondary is gonna be. Kyle Hamilton has some potential, but there is a lot of oh, they got Lamar Jackson, they'll be fine. Well, you know, I I I don't necessarily think so. I think that they'll surprise a lot of people and be like like eight and six fighting for their playoff lives once we get to like week fifteen.
2: And that's would be significant if that happens because the Steelers have obviously that late game with them. Yeah, uh, what well, weeks? Week eighteen. They played them last yeah. last game of the season, so that could be potentially determining an AFC North, which I don't think. You know, I think the Bengals would be ahead of the Ravens, but you never know. Maybe a wild card birth sure. as well. Am I crazy for thinking the Jets are the most underrated team in the uh, AFC? I think they could win a Super Bowl, and I'm not kidding.
0: I don't think you're crazy for saying that. Um, I do think that. I feel like there's got to be a middle ground where because you got everybody at the worldwide leader just discounting the Bills and saying, oh, ah, yeah, yeah. New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers, good defense. And that's fine. Like, I get it. They won seven games last year with Zach Wilson and Mike White. Two guys who, you know, Mike White is a cult hero because he ate two spears, like <laughs> Goldberg style spears from the Bills. And everybody loves him because of that. And then Zach Wilson is going to ban your mom. So everybody likes all of that because of Zach Wilson and whatever. Aaron Rodgers coming in. That really good defense. They bring over like Miko Hardman is kind of like a gadget guy. I I like that addition. Alan Lazard's a good number two to Garrett Wilson. And then they're bringing over all his friends from Green Bay and just trying to keep him happy. I I do think that there's a lot to say for Aaron Rodgers needed a fresh start. And there's something to say for, you know, accommodating what he wants. It's not crazy. Like bringing in Randall Cobb, who cares? Bringing in his backup from Green Bay, who cares? Have they gotten a little bit noisy for my liking you know, in terms of like the Sean Payton and Nate Hackett shooting back and forth on each other? Yeah, but I think they'll be good. I have them as a playoff team. In terms of the Super Bowl, like I would like to see it, you know, play out on the field. Come back to me week eight, and I'll and I'll tell you what how I feel about their Super Bowl chances. But I need to see how Aaron Rodgers looks back in the offense that, you know, he similar offense to what he ran with Nathaniel Hackett, and how this. I think he needs to play in the preseason, too, by the way, because if anything that we learned last year, remember Cincinnati didn't play any of their starters in the preseason. They start Mm -hmm. off slow If the Jets start off like zero and two and they look bad. The sky is going to be falling. So I I would like to see him get some reps. We'll see if he does week two. But I I don't think that you're crazy for saying that they if everything goes well, that they could win a Super Bowl. They've got a four time MVP, a top three defense, good weapons. Yeah, I don't think there's anything crazy about saying that.
2: Yeah, we won't turn this into a, a Jets podcast, but I see very it's a lot of similarities to the recipe the Bucks had with Tom Brady coming in. With Sorry like for just talented the team.
0: No, Sorry no, no, turning out that Zach Wilson will bang moms. That's just kind of my, my no, no, thing. No, no, no. You're about-
2: it's podcast like buddy. You know how it goes. We could say whatever right, the hell good. we want over here. Oh, lovely. Uh, good, and good. I, I see a similar recipe to the Rams as well, bringing a guy like Stafford over on a stack team and then winning a Super Bowl there too. So uh, sure. yeah, man. I, I think, obviously, you know, if there's one thing that does not benefit the Pittsburgh Steelers is how damn good the AFC is uh, this season. No question about it. Hey, man, you're you're damn good. We appreciate having you on. Can't wait for hey the Arby Show.
0: I, I'm very much ready for the Arby Show. Whenever you need me, I'm here.
1: Why don't you tell the people, uh, our viewers, where they can check you out? I know you you might have a laundry list of, you know, we, we know how hard you work, but just w- where they can find you, Twitter handle, that sort of thing, and your writing.
0: Yeah, at Jay Bailey NFL on Twitter slash X, um, and then yeah, behind the steel curtain for SB Nation, uh, USA Today stuff as well. I tweet out everything that I do, but throughout the season, I'll be doing uh, power rankings on USA Today every Tuesday, winners and losers. NFL winners and losers every week as well for USA Today. And then Steelers stuff throughout the week, a lot of it. So follow me on Twitter for everything and uh, yeah, keep up with it. Appreciate you boys for having me.
2: Anytime, man. Thanks, we'll you. definitely have to have we're, you on again soon. We're going to power rank your over-unders there. So we'll we'll check back with you again. No, just
0: kidding. <laughs> <again. laughs> Sounds good, boys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks, Jared. See thank you, man. man. All right, boys. All right, Jordan, before we get off here, I just want to thank our sponsors one more time. Remember – Shopyens, we are doing a giveaway. We're giving away an absolutely sick hat here. Shopyens.com, two Z's. And make sure you just get on there and and support small business. SICK15 is the discount code. 15% off your entire purchase. The cool thing is, there's no minimum purchase necessary. A lot of times you get these discount codes. Oh, yeah, 15% off if you spend $30,000. You can go on and get yourself a great hat, great t shirt, and get a discount on that anyway. So shout out, small business. Really, really happy to have them on board, along with Brushes and Beans Cafe, who we're going to be working with closely all season. Uh, we're excited to be in there drinking coffee, getting wired before Steeler games, like you say, running through a damn wall. Start your uh, day you know, Start your day, start your Sunday with Brushes and Beans and head down to Heinz Field, not Accassure Stadium, to uh, take in some some libation, some Iron Cities, and, and watch your Pittsburgh Steelers. You see the address right there, man. So. Uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Thanks so much for following us on the SIG podcast, Steelers Crazy. Go back and watch some of our older shows, some awesome athlete interviews we had on there from Larry Ogunjobi to Nick Herbig to Zach Banner, who just recently got a tryout with the Jets. Good for him. Uh, we filmed this later, so who knows if he, if he signs uh, earlier, I should say. So maybe he's on a team by now. That would be absolutely awesome for him. Really, really good guy. Uh, and do us a favor as well. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. So many good things to come.
1: And the Steelers are winning the AFC North. Shane, take it away.
0: And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.